Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Howl the Podcast. My name is Shannon Farrell, and I will be your host for this evening, and I am one of the co-writers and co-directors of Howl. Very pleased to be here. Last week, we posted our companion episode where Cheyenne and I sat down with none other than our chosen ones, our Houston and our Cordelia, played by Kira and Kitsune. We talked to them a little bit about their roles and their journey with us and Howell so far. So if you haven't heard that, go ahead and check it out after this episode because I know that you are itching to just dive in. This week's episode is episode four, entitled Axes and Arrows. It is written by both myself and Cheyenne, the creator of the podcast, and it was directed by me, yours truly. So be nice. Now, when we last left Kinney, she received a very ominous and vague threat from Houston to get her to stop researching the disappearances happening on campus, the disappearances of Rose and Natalie, which we know is a very sensitive spot for Houston. Let's find out what awaits Kinney this week at Talbot University. This is episode four, Axes and Arrows. Enjoy. So... I'm in the library right now, and I really like it here. It has architecture with character. There's a computer lab on the second floor. It's way more tech-savvy, having been updated about five years ago. The library is for everyone, but it's definitely the main hangout spot for the journalist majors and the writers for the Talbot Tarantula. Shitting name seeing as this place is literally crawling with its own species of some eight-legged friends. I'm not really supposed to be recording anything in here. But I never leave without looking at the archive. It holds all of Talbot's most precious artifacts. Even the weapons that the first security force used to guard the school. Gwen Talbot forged the blades herself by melting down the family's iron insignia. There's also Talbot's Codex. It's a record of major events that happened throughout our town's history, but it gets really interesting. At Talbot's entry on the school's erection day. Kinney sits on her desk and is rocking some serious crazy eyes behind crooked glasses, clearly back on her bullshit. She cradles a large mug of tea. A number of books sit on the corner of her desk. Post-it notes are scattered all over. Diagrams and emblems with side notes fill loose-leaf papers on her desk. In front of her, her great big book of everything. With, of course, everything inside. Okay, so I dug deeper into Natalie's case. And apparently, a small automatic crossbow was in her passenger seat as well as an arsenal of assorted bladed weapons hidden throughout the body of the car. I'm talking axes, I'm talking arrows, you name it, yo, this girl had it. The biggest question for me, though, is why? Like, why was she alone? Why not bring your scary sister with you? Or a member of your crazy sorority? Why the arsenal? Just why in general? I mean, you gotta respect the drip. Cordy watches Kenny, deep in her research mode. 
The way she chews the end of her pencil as her eyes scour over pages and pages of notes, or how her nose absolutely twitches every time she pushes up her glasses. Freddy can't help but smile. <laughs> What's the plan today, Rabbit? Uncovering the truth about a conspiracy in a prominent sorority at the university, Pinky. So a typical Tuesday for you, then. It's Saturday. You want some chocolate? No, thanks. I'm allergic. Did you find anything interesting? Uh... What? Uh, you're allergic... To chocolate? To chocolate. Yeah? To chocolate. Yes? But... But how do you live? Easily. I don't eat it. Did you find anything interesting? Actually, yes. Oh. <laughs> Care to share? Well, I've been building a thesis on ulterior motives. Uh, how people how people often act one way, but maybe feel another. Why do you think someone would do that? Here. <clears throat> <clears throat> You're fogging up my glasses. Sorry. Um, well, maybe it's a safety thing. You know, they want to keep themselves guarded. Maybe they think it would keep someone else safe, too. Someone they've... Well, someone they've gotten to know. Interesting. Maybe people conceal themselves because they've been burned before. It hasn't gone over well in the past. Why would this be any different? I mean, I get that. But not everyone's the same. Not everyone's gonna hurt you. So we are talking about me. Are you... Are, are you talking about you? I, I, you brought it up. <sighs> I guess I did. Uh, you have fun, rabbit. What in the Langston Hughes was that, Kendall? <sighs> I miss the woods. Everything here is so damn noisy. Cordy puts on her headphones, looks around, seeing students come and go, coupled up, and... Ah! Stupid rabbit. I gotta run this off. She trots over to Bray Park. The only place with enough open space <sighs> for her to run. Properly. What is that? Caroline leads Krista, Sonia, and Eve through the park where she found the remains. At Eve's insistence, she changes into a fresh DOA hoodie. Her permanently stained hockey stick is slung casually over her shoulder. Eve walks next to her, a painter's mask hanging around her neck and a canvas bag draped across her chest. It's full of vials filled to the cork with noxious-looking concoctions. Trailing behind, Krista and Sonia watch the underbrush for movement. Krista's hands rest on her katana. Sonia has her bow at the ready. Then boom, dust ball. And this girl had the nerve to get mad at me for destroying her precious golem. Even though her head was in its jaws? Same girl from back when Rose was doing those tapes. You remember that? You'd think she'd learn to raise a proper golem. 
one that doesn't want to eat her. What does she do to those poor creatures? Bet she was one of those cauldron club witches. If it's not golems, it's wonky hexes. Annoying, though, that we have to keep cleaning up after them. Not in the business of thank you. How much further, Caroline? Where's Houston? Dealing with the civilian. (laughs) Focus! We don't need her anyway. Right. She's just the shepherd, destined to be the shield that separates man from beast. Life from death, you know, no one important. Let it go, Care. Who needs her? She's not the shepherd. Not really. Great, Lucretia. Who hunted you? Cordy leans over the body. Careful not to disturb it. The cluster of freckles on her arm begin to glow. Cordy turns to the noise, her eyes refracting the light that washes over her. What is, Who is that? Kenny barges into her room, fresh from a full day of classes. She's been thriving on her newfound information. Her hair is perfect. Her outfit is hella cute. She does a quick sweep to see if Cordy is around. She isn't, which is disappointing since Kenny is radiating adorbs right now. Welcome back to the trip, friends. So I headed to the library after class to continue my research on the Deltas. Did you know... All of the books on mythology and folklore here are written by former members. Every single one. They're in total control of the narrative here. I managed to scan some photos that my contacts at the tarantula dug up. Kenny digs through her backpack and pulls out the scanned items, fresh from the photocopier. I mean, they're still warm. There's ancient-looking runes, a photo of young twins, beautiful, Ethereal-looking goddesses and piles more. After extensive reading, here's what I got. A huge book with a faded sign of Orion on the cover. She opens it to the front page and it's filled with Derek's signatures. The arrow in the Delta's crest is for Orion's pact with Artemis. It's safe to assume Orion had children. These kids would be blessed like their dad with supreme hunter's powers held in a mark. This is some kind of diary I stole, liberated, uh, from the private section of the library. Anyways, it reads like a Bible. The last person to check it out was Ryan Derricks. The one before that, his sister, Natalie. Before that, their father, Hunter Derricks. Notice a pattern? Now listen to this. When the beasts rose, Orion made a pact with Artemis, the hunter goddess. He swore to shepherd man out of darkness and return us to the light. Artemis marked him with the power to rain fire on all creatures born of shadow and lies. There's all these references to the great hunt, blah, blah, blah. The DOA as a sorority of devoted werewolf hunters and the Derricks are their leader. Yes, I made it make sense. Sonia, Eve, up top. Caroline, 
beta pattern. At Krista's command, Sonia and Eve parkour into the trees. Caroline veers to the right, trying to cut Cordy off. Shit, 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 shit. Cordy bounds through the underbrush as arrows and bottles rain from above. Granted by the plumes of gas that suddenly envelop her, Cordy barrels straight towards Krista. Krista, heads up. I got it. At the last second, Cordy regains her senses and makes a hard turn away. <coughs> Caroline trots up to Krista. A huge, cocky smile on her face. You got it, huh? As Sonia and Eve descend from the trees. Caroline. Shut up, Care. Houston Derricks is studying in the far corner of the library. She likes it here at night. Fewer people to offer their half-assed condolences. Where am I supposed to go from here? Between that and Rose... It's a lot. (laughs) Ugh. What, Chris? Don't. Call me that? I'm busy. Trying to mourn in peace. Where are you? Not tonight, Chris. I'm tired. I don't care. As your president, I need you to warm it up, cousin. We need a Delta, not this sad sap who cries in the back of the library. My sister and my partner, Krista. Your president and VP. I was elected to We were born for this. You didn't take up the mantle. I'm in charge now. Go hunt with your fangirls, Chris. And leave me alone. Fine. Fine. You handle Nancy Drew. Take her to the archway. That's extreme. And order. (laughs) Bitch. God, Houston has my number. Hello? Archway, now. I don't understand what she doesn't get about texts. Because that could have been one. Houston leans against the archway, gazing up at the glowing half-moon. Look, I have a one-time-only offer for you. Uh, okay. Houston pulls out a scroll from her jacket. What's this Congratulations, about? Kendall Monroe. You've been invited into the Delta Omega Alpha Sorority as a special member. We offer training, safety, and a sisterhood unlike any other. Houston... I don't think. That's right. You didn't think. You refused to stop digging. Now you have a choice. 
either join up or die. Why are you so keen on killing me? <laughs> no, 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 wait, wait, oh, I'll rush. I'll rush to you away. <laughs> okay, okay. Congratulations. Wait for my call. It's done. What just happened? What just happened indeed? Is Kinney seriously going to be part of the DOA? And how hot and steamy can things get between Kinney and Cordy before they start to boil over? To find out, you will have to tune into our mid-season finale, which is airing on December 18th for those of you who are not mystically inclined. And for those of you who are, that's the next full moon. But if that is too long of a wait for you, have no fear. Of course, we do have the release of a companion episode on December 10th. Cheyenne and I will be sitting down with our very own Caroline and Sonia, of course, portrayed by Imani Lemon and Catherine Herzama, wonderful friends of ours, kind of like a Team Houston versus Team Krista, but I promise you, the conversation is very polite. If you're tuning into episodes and you're liking what you're hearing, please feel free to go ahead and follow us on our social medias for Twitter and for Instagram. That's going to be at HearUsHowl1895. Hit us up there. Let us know what you think of the episodes. Like, follow, do all that fun stuff. Share if you feel so inclined to. And you can find us on Facebook as well. Hit a like over at Howl the Podcast and share the page if you also feel inclined. You can find all of the socials for our cast and crew over in the description box. Uh, the crew, including myself, of course, Cheyenne, and our amazing sound engineer, Spade. So go on over and give us a follow as well. And remember to use the hashtag HearUsHowl if you are posting any kind of Howl content that you'd like us to see. We can uh, share it. As always, Howlers, it's been an absolute pleasure hosting the episode. And we'll see you next time. Or I guess we'll hear you next time. And be careful because you never know what's lurking in the woods. Good night.